0: Welcome to Becoming Iconic, a global multimedia and mentorship brand that will lift you into having the most exceptional lifestyle and business. I am your host, Jen Spiegel. And as a mom of four, a seven-figure high-performance mentor, editor of a magazine, and the host of this top podcast, I have a lot to share with you. This podcast has been created to talk about all of those things that will support you in both your life, business, as well as leadership. I believe in having a life in business that gives you ultimate fulfillment, and this gets to be your reality. That's why most conversations here will shift many of the paradigms that you've likely been participating in. Be ready to be stretched in both your thinking and in your doing. You will hear advice and wisdom from my 16 plus years of experience building businesses globally alongside of raising a family. And you'll also hear from many other industry moguls. Don't forget to follow on your favorite social media platform. It's simply Becoming Iconic. And while you're there, check out the most recent edition of the Becoming Iconic magazine. I just want you to know something. You're in the right place. And I want to thank you for being here. I love selling. I find it exhilarating, meaning the energy I feel through the exchange with someone else lifts my soul up and my heart up. I find it extremely empowering. And I believe I'm a pioneer for many entrepreneurs to realize there is a new paradigm in selling and a way we can do it where it's soul-led, a way we can do it where we learn to fall in love with selling again where we get out of the way of ourselves and those we're serving. Because what hurts my heart a lot is when I hear an entrepreneur come forward and they say to me, I just I just don't like sales. I, I don't like it. I don't like selling. And I think to myself, well, you might as well pack up and go home because you're an entrepreneur, which means that you have something, whether it's a service, a product, an idea, an opportunity, that you believed could serve the world. And so you started this business. And in starting that business, you have to know that the biggest piece of being seen, being heard, being felt is going out there and marketing and selling the very solution you have. So, to say out loud, I don't like selling hurts my heart because I think you're basically interrupting momentum constantly and you are avoiding and also paralyzing yourself to the sales growth that is there for you, the potential of this business. You have sort of cut it off because you want to say to yourself, I don't like selling. How is that working for you? How is that working for you? And if you don't like selling, I'm sure your community doesn't like you selling to them. They feel it. It has an energy. It has a vibe. It has a feeling. And they feel that you don't like it. So guess what? They're likely not really bought into your product, service, idea, opportunity. So when we become aware of how much ego can actually slip in to these statements and how much we really look in the mirror at ourselves and make this so much about ourselves, When we can see that, we can make a shift and a tweak and actually build this heart-centered leadership around sales that welcomes in the growth that I know you really want to call into your business. But you've got to do the work and pay attention and recognize some of the gaps and cracks within your belief system so that people can actually come in. So I'm going to go through three statements today that are big statements I hear all the time. And I want to talk you through each of them. The way the ego is seducing you into this, I belief, this focus on self and not actually focusing in on service. So I hear people say, I don't want to be too salesy. Have you said that? I think our image of salesy is that person that just keeps persisting even though we've said no. They do not take no for an answer. They're you know, up in your face and you just get so turned off by it. So I understand how we don't want to be that. But that is a personality type. That's not selling. So if you say to yourself, well, I'm not like that. I, I wouldn't be that person. You can relieve yourself of this statement. You don't have to say that ever again because you're not going to be salesy. But when we actually look at the statement and the ego involved and the I statement, like, I don't want to be too salesy, what that really transfers into is this idea that you're very worried about what people think of you. You are so worried about what people think of you that you are not doing the very thing that can serve them and lift them up. You're not creating the impact you set out for because you're making this all about yourself and what people think of you. Well, here's what I can tell you. when you get bold and audacious and you're selling and you stand up and you declare what you have to offer, you know what people will think of you, They will start saying, "I worked with Jen, and my whole life transformed. not only my business but my relationships. They'll start saying, "Jen, I didn't even realize I could have this much growth this fast. I mean, i I thought in a year from now I would be here, and this has been less than four months. And those thoughts, that reputation, trumps any worry about someone not liking that I'm selling a program online. I mean, move on. It's okay. If it's not for you, I'm not going to be for everybody. Move on. But I will not hold myself back from serving the people who are ready to be served for the fear of those very few very few people who will be triggered because they see me stepping into my greatness and offering service and impact and they're not. And maybe say something like, all you're doing is selling. Okay. I'm so sorry that's you know not for you and it's okay. But you know what? I have hundreds and thousands of people who are really excited about this and that's what I'm focused in on. We worry about what people think of us from the negative place. What if you flipped it and started really thinking, I am very concerned and focused on the positive of what people think through putting this out in the world and articulating it in a way that can be seen and heard and felt and selling to people because I know this will make a difference. We just eradicated the, I don't want to be too salesy excuse that many of you lean in on because it feels comfortable. You know, we we think of that person, that persistent person. We don't want to be that. So we use that as our excuse. And really, friends, that's so lame if you're not that type of person. Because you'll never be salesy and persistent and in people's faces. You will honor them. The second one is, I just, I don't want to sell all the time. Hmm. Well, Why? Why? Why is selling something you don't want to do? Again, as a mom, I sell a thousand times a day. (laughs) I had to sell for my son to get up today and get his butt on the bus for school. These are things we do. Selling does not have to be something that you resist or you feel that icky feeling inside. It gets to be something that excites you and lights you up from the inside out. Really, I believe that statement, and again, it's an I statement, I don't want to sell all the time. So you're making the decision for everybody in your community about when you will offer something and when you won't and when they can say yes and when they can't, you know, you're just, you're really in the way. And I understand some personalities get very depleted. Especially some human design types by selling frequently. You've got to know what you can handle, what you can hold as an entrepreneur. Do you like to sell periodically? Do you like to sell once a quarter? Do you like to sell very gently daily? You know that, learn that about yourself, but don't use this excuse to not sell. Because frankly, I believe the underlying fear is rejection and failure. I don't wanna sell all the time to me translates into, well, what if I keep selling and nobody buys? Or what if I sell and it it like falls flat on its face? It's crickets. Or what if I sell and people say no to me? Like the big boogeyman's gonna come on out from under the bed and be like, And we get so afraid of the no. If you didn't listen to last week's podcast, go back. We need to honor the no the same way we honor a yes. A no is okay. It's an answer. It's a response. You are in communication with someone and dialogue if they've actually turned back and said, no, thanks. What a great thing. Thank you for saying no and responding. Like I'm grateful for that versus the ones that ghost you. So stop worrying about whether it's going to work or not work and spend your energy in refining the, the product, service, idea, opportunity you have and creating it into such a robust, beautiful, delicious offering that people just come in because they're salivating over it and selling all of a sudden becomes fun, doesn't it? Because you're getting yeses. And when you get a yes, you know the energy lasts for days. You're like, someone said yes. So just remember that's coming towards you. Stop worrying so much about the potential rejection or the potential failure. Failure is just a lesson. We know this, and I'm not going to you know, go into that. We all know that. There is no failure. You know what? Maybe it feels like that at times, but it's like, what's the lesson? What did I learn? Maybe this isn't what my audience desires. Maybe the way I'm communicating this, it's not landing. What do I need to be better at? What can I improve upon? That's your worst case scenario. And saying, I don't want to sell all the time, is that in fact an energetic declaration or is that an excuse because you're so worried about the outcome? The third I statement I hear a lot is, I just, I don't want to turn people off. You know, I I just, I want the community just to feel me and like, you know, know I'm there for them. I don't want to turn them off by selling to them. So this is an interesting statement to me because I think, wow, when did we stop giving people any credit? Like, Did we all of a sudden think we can't trust people to make their own decisions, to discern whether it's for them or not? We're so worried we're going to turn them off. Why are they turned on in the first place? Why are they in your community in the first place? You turned them on. So the only way I believe you could turn them off is Number one, you drop out of integrity. Number two, you are all over the place and in and out of your business, which is also dropping out of integrity. Or number three, they've moved on. They are not in the same place anymore or they're not ready for you anymore. But you have to know that your community that's following you made a choice. They hit follow. That was their conscientious decision. So you turned them on. What if we started celebrating that and really like thinking about that constantly versus the turnoff? And again, it's really coming down to these like people-pleasing tendencies we all have of, you know, I don't want to turn people off. I just, I don't want to be too much. You know, I just going to, I'm going to dim myself down so everybody feels comfortable. People-pleasing, needing approval and validation from outside of yourself. That's what is the underlying root factor for this. And again, if we can start to look at how much ego is involved in these statements and how much we make the sales process about ourselves, the more we're able to move through these things, heal these things, shift our perspective, and really start serving because that is our job as an entrepreneur your job is to serve and a part of service is letting people know the ways you can support them and when they're curious and come forward and ask you more for more details or you know they're they're interested in something you have to offer to all of a sudden shut down that line of communication and make it about yourself where you're like, oh, I don't be too salesy. Or, you know, like, what if she says no? Or whatever you're saying to yourself is so disruptive to her life and business, whatever you're doing. Maybe it's just life. Maybe it's just business. Maybe it's both. Maybe it's health. I don't know. But you just cut off her yes to herself, her momentum into what she desires because you made it all about you. It's not about you. Newsflash. Everything to do with sales is about getting out there and sharing. The action of sharing. The outcome of your sales has nothing to do with you. Well, maybe a little bit to do with you. I'll talk more about that in Soulful Sales. But the majority of that, if you're doing things well, will just be someone's discernment of yes, not right now, or no. And here's the thing oh, I want you to come into Soulful Sales. It is so good. I mean, the conversations we hold in this program is profound. People's eyeballs are like deer in headlights going, oh my goodness, I actually want to sell. I'm really excited to sell again. And I'm thinking, yes, that's how it gets to feel. Uh, Just look into it, okay? Do Do yourself the service and the gift of at least learning about soulful sales and then make your decision but it's it's so spectacular but the one thing i i realize in you know soulful sales is when someone says no to you this is big like lean in with me here when someone says no to you nothing changes let me say that again when someone says no to you nothing changes Your business did not go down. Your business was not affected. The only time your business is affected is when someone says yes. So we can stop being so afraid of the no when we realize, oh, wait, nothing changed. You know, yes, I was excited about the possibility. Yes, I was excited about the conversation that was having, but it was a no. Nothing changed in my business. Isn't that a relief? Doesn't that make you just like take a big breath and a sigh? Oh. So I can do my due diligence. I can market well, make sure I'm always in integrity, focus in on relationship building and building partnerships, leading with soul, looking at people as heartbeats versus numbers. And at the end of the day, the only thing that can happen is positive. The only thing that can happen is a, a positive reflection in my business, meaning people say yes. And if people say no, nothing has changed. Everything remains as it was. And to me, that's when I get to flex. That's when I realized, oh man, I no longer am attached to the answer. I am very much intentional and attached to the way I show up in the world, the way I'm speaking to the audience in my community, pouring into them, giving value, being the best person I can be for myself, for my family, for my community. And at the end of the day, I get to lay my head on the pillow knowing I did my very best job. And that, to me, has been the biggest release of any sort of control, worry, fear, et cetera. So, I am sure that this podcast has supported you because you've realized how much ego is involved in these I statements. You've realized how these I statements really have these roots into self limiting beliefs, old narratives, things that can be healed and mended and also cut. You don't need to carry that forward anymore. And we're going to put our focus back out onto the audience we are creating, the community we are creating. And we're going to always remember that a no did not change anything in our life and business, but the yes does. And so our job today is to go out there, share, and sort and look for the yes. That's it. And when you get that yes, you celebrate it big time and you celebrate it for him or her. You just sit in that yes because it is so powerful and so important and so empowering. And that's where the exhilaration will hit thanks so much for being here. Soulful Sales, the doors are opening officially in terms of the room on October 22nd. I promise you it is my 100% satisfaction guarantee. It will change everything for you if you are someone who is sitting in the lack of sales, who is sitting in fear who is sitting back and in excuses, and you want to be someone who magnetizes the right clients towards you in a way that feels good for you and for them, if you want to grow your sales and become an expert in sales, this program is for you. I'm telling you, it will change everything. And it has changed for dozens and dozens of people. It was my coveted program in 2021. It was phenomenal. I wish you know, you could sit with each of the people that were in that room. They still talk about it to this day. And so I am excited to bring it back to life. You can go to becomingiconic.co and it's there, it's available, and it's the best investment you could ever make because that yes for you, you saying yes to this program starts the vortex, opens the floodgates for yeses to you. You've got to say yes first. I mean, that's another podcast for another day. But by you saying yes to this and saying, I want to lead sales, I want to lead with soul, I want to treat people like heartbeats versus numbers, I want to really see exponential growth in my business in 2022, your yes is waiting for you in soulful sales. And if not, that's okay too but I am so delighted to be with you every week on this podcast. It is soul food. And I'm really curious what you thought of this episode. So drop into my DMs and let's go make it a great day. Thank you so much for being here. Your time and presence means the world to me. If you would be so kind to leave a five-star review so more people can learn about becoming iconic, that would be such an act of generosity. And please go download and read the newest version of the Becoming Iconic magazine available at becomingiconic.co. Now let's go make it a great day.